So, uh, I've been meaning to talk to you guys. Uh, I've been, I've been talking to some some people recently about, uh, something I consider very important. Okay. Which is? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! lore. Oh, God. (laughs) Um. Go on. So, so, uh, this was, I was talking on the Too Spooky Discord to people about this. Uh, they, they introduced me to a Yu-Gi-Oh! monster known as G- Gigobite. And then Gigobite uh, uh, evolved, or whatever you do in Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> into Gigabyte. And then Gigabyte went and did martial arts training to become even better. Do you know what Gigabyte became? Anyone have a guess? Gigabyte? No. Megabyte? Uh, He became Gaga Gigo. (laughs) Yeah, Um, like I totally would know what that is. uh, Yeah, he's Gaga Gigo. But wait, he's not Gaga Gigo. Because he he, uh, evolved even further into Giga Gaga Gigo. (laughs) (laughs) This this is a level of headacheness that I wasn't expecting to deal with tonight. But then... Giga Gaga Gigo oh. was possessed by a demon, and do you know what he became then? <laughs> Demi Giga Gaga Gigo? No, go Giga Gaga Gigo. <laughs> yeah, David, what the fuck? But then. David doesn't enjoy Kingdom Hearts enough to enjoy <laughs> Yu Gi Oh! So play Magic the Gathering, you fools! But then. There's a whole other kind of enjoying Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> but then. But then, Go Giga Gaga Gigo was redeemed by Holy Spirits and became Gaga Gigo the Risen. And and here oh. I am, here I am thinking that um, the weirdest one of the weirdest things I ever saw come out of Yu-Gi-Oh was a card called Doctor Frankenderb. So to re- recap. <clears throat> Gigabyte, Gigabyte, Gaga Gigo, Giga Gaga Gigo, Go Giga Gaga Gigo, Gaga Gigo the Risen. <laughs> Say that five times fast, ladies and gentlemen. I I feel like you're <laughs> someone's making this shit up. I wish Matt Holly was here. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he has to deal with this nonsense at his job. He has the most beautiful stories about. About Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh players. Cards. Oh my god. And there he is. Go Giga. Go Giga, Gaga Gigo. Oh my god. Lovely. Oh. Oh. So. So that's what I've been up to. Giga, Gaga Gigo is a predominant character in the story we're about to read. It's oh true. no. The story we're about to read is called... The Adventures of Go Giga Gaga Gigo. In Arizona. <laughs> Welcome to Undercooked Analysis, everyone. Uh, I hope everyone's doing out well out there in not Go Go Giga Gaga Guggenheim Museum. I'm David King. I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, nor will I ever, but I still have a lot of my old Pokemon cards for some reason. Uh, somewhere out in the ether is Dead Palette. Uh, no, I'm changing my name. What? I'm changing my name to uh, Peggy Guggenheim. 
All right, Peggy, thanks for being on the show. I I have seen the light, I have seen Christ, <laughs> and I am I am Peggy Guggenheim the Risen. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then uh, we have internet sensation Alex Chorney. That's me. And I'm going gaga for Go Giga Gaga Giga. <laughs> hey, if if, uh, if he existed on our show long enough on our on this uh, podcast, he would be uh, he'd be Goop Go Giga Go Giga Gaga Giga. <laughs> uh. And um, and uh, and Kayla's here too. Bottom billing, really? Normally, I, I oh shit! I was gonna say last but not least. I know, I know. <laughs> so we're uh, I uh, we're all I I have not food. decided to change my name, but I will admit I do enjoy Yu-Gi-Oh Bridge. Not the we're, show Yu-Gi-Oh itself, just the abridged. We're all go giga gaga gigo in our own way. <laughs> We are Mo Giga Gaga Gigo. So we're reading Arizona. We're, we're, we're a veritable gaggle of Go Giga Gaga <laughs> ah! What is the plural for a, a bunch of Go Giga Gaga Gigos in the wild? <laughs> a, a murder. A gaggle. A gaggle of Go Giga <laughs> Oh my god, this is already a train wreck. <laughs> a train and wreck a... in Arizona. I don't, any, I don't think any of us are drinking. Oh god. Yeah, I I don't think any of us are drinking. It, you uh, know, you can it, go ahead. You can go ahead and keep thinking that. You can. You can. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I'm a teetotaling go giga gaga giga. <laughs> so so um. Uh, yeah. a dead palette. You gotta, you gotta make us when we get. We have to now invent the go giga gaga gigo. Drink. Oh god damn it! Yeah. If you go... want us to stop, um, if yeah, any, just, audience, just, if you want if us to stop, stop making skip these... ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Let me. Okay. If anyone in the audience wants us to stop talking about go giga gaga gigo, you need to donate to the go giga gaga gigo GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna actually make the same point. Say we, we're holding you for ransom. You want us to actually continue the podcast? You need to subscribe to my. You need to give me Patreon money. Oh man, we, we put the, we put the card of Go Giga 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 in chat. And Slime Beast replied, "I made a chick say that once." <laughs> I feel like rapidly, like more the more and more we do this, uh, the beginning of undercooked analysis is just becoming the, uh, just becoming my brother, my brother, and me. <laughs> uh, for her birthday, I took my girl Katie to Arizona so we could stay with some friends of hers and spend a few weeks partying and getting crazy and stuff before heading back to school for the year. Uh, my girl Katie to Arizona. To go go giga 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 Arizona. God damn it, David. Oh god. I'm gonna get one more in there. So we're reading Arizona. Okay, we drove up in my dad's car. It's a really old Ford make, and it's pretty beat up. The road there was bumpy and long. Our relationship seemed at its strongest on the road. We were really in love. 
This is the first time I realized that. I had never truly been in love before. Aw. <clears throat> we were about halfway there. Sorry, I was just going in the order he introduced us in. <laughs> uh, actually, that's probably for the best. We were about halfway there when we realized we were going to run out of gas long before the nearest petrol pump. So this, was written, was, out of this the... was written by a fucking British person about Arizona. Oh, yep. the nearest petrol pump? That's okay. Carry on. Katie's head was out of the window, sunglasses on and the blistering heat outside. Nothing but the wild desert landscape to be seen in all directions. We became frantic. We hadn't seen another car on the road in almost an hour. What if we broke down here, in the middle of the desert, with no food or water, with no one out there to find us? I sped up slightly, driven by these fears. You know, as someone who has been to Arizona and has spent a summer in Arizona, this isn't completely normal to not see another car on the road for a long period of fucking time. So, I don't know why they're all scared. Like, why the fuck isn't there a car? Why the fuck because, is there not another car? It's Arizona. Because they're British and have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand how big and empty America is. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to read a, a British person's perspective on understanding how big and empty America is, you read American Gods by Neil Gaiman, and there you go. <laughs> Which I am so ecstatic for the TV show. Oh, same here. It's 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 so amazing. It looked just everything described about it looks amazing. Uh, American go 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 go. Oh boy. Let's keep reading. If you want to save us, Kayla, save us. Go, Kayla, it was go. in that we came. David, shut the fuck up. It was in that we came across a gas station. Smack smack a bang. In the middle of nowhere, in dry, empty nowhere, it was an old, worn-down servo. Tom servo? God damn it! <laughs> Long yellow grass blew in the breeze beneath it. Outside were two rusted gas pumps. At first, we didn't know if it was occupied. It seemed so lifeless. But as we pulled up and saw the petrol stains in the dirt, we were convinced otherwise. Katie started refilling the car, and I went inside to pay and grabbed something to eat on the road. Yeah, these people are not American. This is... Here, here's what I don't get. If you're going to write a story about Arizona, like, don't you have a baseline knowledge that other English speakers in the world don't use the term petrol? Uh, like, for real. Yeah. Like, don't most British people know that Americans don't say petrol? The the author could also be Australian because they do use petrol in Australia as well. So. Don't you think Australians would know that Americans don't say petrol? Don't you think no. New Zealanders would know this? Uh, but, but I'm just trying my... to be inclusive here. <laughs> I, I, I got a question. Smack bang? Has any yeah. of you... Have Smack any... bang in the middle of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I've always, really, I've always used the phrase smack dab in the middle of nowhere. I, either works. Okay, so it is a, it actually is a thing. And then, oh, old ward down servo. Yeah, like, I'm not sure what the fuck that means. Yeah. Cause every time <clears throat> I, think that, heard, I think that's a Britishism. Yeah, because every time I've heard the word servo, it's always been associated with a robot. Not just with Tom Servo from 
Now, I, I will warn you guys. Head. I've read it. I've read ahead a little. This is about a kangaroo attack. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Turns out we weren't in Arizona. We somehow ended up in the desert of Australia. <laughs> we were out in the outback, and and suddenly a kangaroo showed up. Oh my gosh, if this turns into emu attack, and we end up in the wilds of Africa or something, and Paul F. Tompkins starts singing, this is going to be the best story ever. Yes, it is. <laughs> the black chick in Africa. Uh, Kayla, you're a little bit quiet. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. Okay, fine. cool. Can we, uh, but, but in all, trying to keep this kind of on track with the analysis that we are so loved for on this show, and not our witty badger about Go Giga Gaga Gigo. Uh, how are these first four paragraphs working for us? How do we feel about this story so far? Besides the nagging, like, Britishisms, uh, it's not bad. I think it could be a little more dense with giving us interesting information. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, the fact that they're in love at the beginning is is good. I I think we're a bit too early to tell. I mean... Yeah. At, at least from my perspective, because it, it, it there's nothing like that instantly says this is bad, this is good. Not like some other stories. I think this is just like okay, so far, so far steady going. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing just wait to hear our, reco- our recording from the last thing. We could tell <laughs> in the first three paragraphs. We could mm, we could tell in the first paragraph of that motherfucker. Yeah, I can't. I cannot wait for that. Oh man! Uh, so is it my turn? Yes. Yes, it's your turn. Uh, and we're at the when door? I first went. Okay, when I first went to open the door, it jammed. This perturbed me, so I looked at the sign to check, and I was reassured that the store was open according to the torn sign that hung between uh, in between the dull yellow curtains at the win- uh, the door window. I pushed harder and harder with effort, got into the shop, and with effort got into the shop. Inside it was totally abandoned and left to ruin. Complete aisles lay on the ground. Notice it's I-S-L-E-S, so islands, little little aisles in a sea of gas station. <laughs> lay on the ground. The fridges were smashed and glass coated the floor. Despite the brightness outside, the interior of the gas station capital G, capital S, was dark and bitterly cold. Then it, then there came from behind me the quiet weep, this quiet weeping like a child's. I felt my heart race. It was coming from the back room. Spooky! So scary, you guys. I can't do this anymore. I hope you enjoyed this step- episode of Undercooked Analysis. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, I'm bailing, bro. All right, out. Okay, not really. Um, I stepped over the smashed glass and twisted metal remnants on the floor, over where the patches of grass had grown through. I ran my hand along the wall and felt the crisscross of ivy beneath my fingers. It was overgrown. Then came the crying again, and now I was facing the back room door. It was directly in front of me. I pushed the door open and it creaked with rust in its joints. There lay wooden steps into the basement. It was pitch black, and the smell was horrific. The drip drop of water alerted me to the fact the basement was flooded. The water was up to my knees. Again, then came the crying and a small splash in the far corner of the basement. Oh, okay, we're getting a lot of stuff. 
yeah. kind of all at once. And it's trying to do uh. build up, but it's not. Maybe we're spoiled at this point, but it, the build up is not ideal. You know what I mean? I'll I'll be more charitable to it and say that it's kind of uh, pain by numbers. But I would be lying if I said I wasn't intrigued. I'm definitely yeah. intrigued as as to what's happening. Um, the question is, will this pay off? Which which I think is the big overriding question that we have to ask a lot on the show is, uh, will this pay off? Sometimes there will be interesting ideas, but will they be justified? Will they be uh, earned? And I don't think that there's anything necessarily uh, bad about this. I, I think, again, yeah, not, we, so, we, not so far. Yeah, we still need information. Here's what I think. it. You could tell this person has read a lot of different scary stories, and actually you could tell they're... A, pretty good writer but i feel like they're still just getting their bearings and trying to say okay how can i make this sound good so i feel like this is the uh, a person who has got talent but is still trying to find their footing mm-hmm. hmm. but but you, you are right i i do feel like i i do want to know more i'm kind of curious to what's going to happen it's it, the buildup is kind of clunky, but I'm, it, it, you're right. I am still interested to see what happens. I'm definitely curious, but I just don't feel like it's leading to a satisfying payoff yet. You know, like the yeah. writing mm-hmm. itself doesn't. It's like we were talking about the writing itself doesn't seem to, in my mind, lend lead up so far. I mean, the story may still surprise me, but I'm. Well, we've had a handful of stories that have like really saved themselves at the end. That's true. So let's see where Hello. this goes. Hello, I called out. Is anyone there? That amazing work. I started approaching the corner. The smell was horrible. The cold water eventually got to me. The sobbing was getting louder. In the corner, I swore I saw something move among the shadows. Alan. Sorry. Uh, my microphone came unplugged. Uh, oh, totally get that. <laughs> um, hello? I called again. What's wrong? I finally reached the corner. Still dark. I had to bend down to avoid the pipes, which leaked down my back and trickled down my spine. The figure in front of me was very small and black, hunched over, sobbing quietly, head in in its hands. Why are you down here? I whispered. (laughs) Because I like sitting in, like, chest-deep water sobbing. (laughs) Then it stopped moving completely. It was totally still. All noise seemed to cease, but for the quiet dripping of a broken pipe somewhere behind me. I outstretched my arm to touch its tiny shoulder, but it then began to slowly turn in my direction, to look me eye to eye. As its face swiveled around to look into mine, I I remember screaming. And swinging my head up in recoil, cracking it on the pipes up above. The face was white as a sheet, pale like a hideous moving mask. The eyes and mouth were completely back holes, huge and widening, even as I looked at them. They were, they were so huge, they almost consumed its entire face. I des- as I desperately tried to escape it, it splashed towards me at a rapid pace. 
uncurling its long, thin, thing, thin fingers. Jeez. It was wailing now, staring into me with its huge black eyes. And as I scrabbled up the stairs with great difficulty, wait, and as I scrabbled up the stairs with great difficulty, as I felt my legs begin to give way beneath me. Okay, that was a weird sentence, but. Okay, okay what do we. So what do you think of this? This this is a this is a creepypasta monster. Yes, mm-hmm. it sure is. We have seen a monster like this many a time. Black gaping holes for eyes, check. Uh, hideous moving mask, check. Um, the the Thin line they're so huge it almost consumed its entire face. We have, mm. yeah. Uh, so I I knew this was coming in this story. Uh, and I wanted to kind of wait to criticize it until we got to this thing, which is a super generic monster design kind of deal. Um, but it's let's, talk about, let's talk about everything that had happened, which was all built up uh, to this point. Uh, all of it was realist horror up until this point. It was That's all like... True. It's all like here's this weird here let's let's describe the weird vacancy and emptiness of Arizona. All right, there's this abandoned gas station. All right, it's hard to get into the gas station, but it says it's open. All right, these are all like real life mysteries. And then this monster shows up and dashes my hope that there was something interesting going on inside this yeah, I, gas station. I also think one of the things is they it's like, yes, the situation itself was realistic up to this point, but at the same time, oh, like I, like I, like I said, I, I said in the beginning, like it's weird that he's saying I was frantic. There were no cars on the road. I'm like, that this, you're on a road trip. This is kind of normal, especially in Arizona. And then not only that, you, it's like. It's he does say like he do, he does say like it feels creepy everything's weird, but I uh, well mm, I'm looking back. Now. Well, okay. The other I had a point I was gonna make here and it just left my brain like just now all of a sudden. Oh, I guess I, oh no 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 I just remembered. Okay. It. Um, I guess the the point one thing I realize is with a lot of horror, especially this kind of thing, is. Have you guys ever you, you do you guys know the like the the old like poem you know in a dark dark wood there was a dark dark house you know that kind of thing yeah and you start mm-hmm. wide and you slowly ease in more and more and more throughout this poem it's like the most simplistic version of start big with something spooky and then draw in to you know draw yourself slowly closer and closer so you go into the house into the hall into the room into the cupboard into the little box in the cupboard you know that kind of thing Mm-hmm. So I mean, when you have a buildup like this, um, it's that that I always felt like looking back on that 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 poem or that little story, it was like okay, this is um, a lot of horror just basically does that just with a lot more detail. This felt like that, and it even had the lame thing where and inside the dark dark box was a ghost, and that's the end of the story. <laughs> so this is like uh-huh. and inside this abandoned gas station was. A creepypasta monster. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think that's the point I was trying to make. He's describing everything as creepy as possible. And I, I don't know if it's he or not, but the, the writer is. And it feels like the writer 
it, again, it sounds like the writer's read a lot of scary stories and is trying to create an ap- atmosphere of fear, but is kind of struggling. And then kind of it messes he he or she messes it up when it's like I'm going to make a creepy pasta monster. It, it seems like the buildup was written and then the monster was written. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there was a plan for this, but let's let's press on. Okay. It sprinted out of the water and up the stairs towards me. I slammed the door, flipped the lock, and tore out of the store into the old Ford. Katie began to laugh when she saw me. Wet jeans trembling with sweat soaking my chest. But I grabbed her and screamed at her to drive. For about half an hour, I could barely tell her what happened in the store. Completely unrealistic. Of course she would tell her what happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. She listened and gave me a look of sheer horror when I finally gave in and told her everything. She pulled the car to the side of the road and began to cry herself. I asked her what's wrong. She said, I saw something while you were gone. When you were in the store... Wait, she doesn't mention this sooner. When you were in the store, I I was Uh, just putting the pump back when I saw this little girl... Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, I'm going to start that over. She said, I saw something while you were gone. When you were in the store, I was just putting the pump back when I saw this little girl and a man, her father, I guess. The father stared at me with blank eyes and a hanging jaw. But the girl, oh God, the girl. She was staring straight at me, grinning with this huge smile that just stretched so far across her face. And I... Ding. (laughs) That's that's the ding of generic like (laughs) stretched all the way across her face ding we've heard that before (laughs) yeah the timing was very good um i would credit whoever texted me but i'm not Uh, (laughs) um uh, i couldn't see any hair on her and her i couldn't see any hair on her and her skin was was so dark not dark like a colored girl again (laughs) but dark like a shadow and her smile just shone through the window I convinced myself it was a trick of the eye and looked away. When I looked back, they were gone. Then a little while later, you came back out. You didn't mention this as soon as you, he got in the car? And also, no, in fact, she also, was laughing. I know it's small, but when is uncapitalized? <laughs> also, when was this story written? It's like, not dark like a color girl, but dark like a shadow. It, it's like, are they from... Well, are they from... Texas and they're driving to Arizona? No, they're from England and they're driving to Arizona. They had to drive <laughs> under the Atlantic Ocean to get there. Yeah. Um I guess my thing is like she meant the, the wrong details get mentioned first. If this person I yeah. didn't see any air on her and her skin was dark, like wouldn't that be the first thing you would point out? Like the weird yeah. Also, the and... fact that she when he first came out of the basement she, she was laughing at him because, he, you know, his jeans were wet, his palms were sweaty, knees weak, arms were heavy, there's mom <laughs> on a sweater already, mom's spaghetti. But um, she she was just laughing at him, like, ha, ah, your jeans are wet. And what but, I, apparently, what I... but apparently, oh, yeah, no, a similar thing happened. I saw a, a creepypasta monster, too. <laughs> And can we say, who says this, but the girl? Oh, God, the girl. (laughs) Does that, like, sound like something 
someone would really say? Um, I don't think so. Nah. That that's the that's the kind of thing people say in obvious fiction. That's what people say in fiction land. Yeah. That's what yeah. people say in like Shakespeare plays and shit. But the girl, oh God, the girl. Dear God, he was dead. He was dead, and yet he walked. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> Pigeons from hell, everybody. <sighs> um, anyway, uh, it was dusk by now. That's where we're at, right? That yep. is where we are at. If we have nothing else to talk about with that paragraph, which is just really making me kind of roll my eyes. Uh, I mean, this is—I have... feel like—I feel like this is Huntsville, just without everything getting started so soon. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is in the Huntsville universe. <laughs> well, Nancy's Goatman story was in Huntsville, but it was a good enough story that it wasn't in the Huntsville universe. No, they're in the same universe. All creepypastas happen in the same universe. Oh, no. Tune in to Sci-Fi for Channel Zero. (laughs) We got real fake creepypasta. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, no Candle Cove. Nope, no Candle Cove. Guys, I have an idea. Let's make an adaptation of Candle Cove. But let's not include anything from Candle Cove, and also let's not call it Candle Cove. Brilliant, ingenious. Why don't we make it an adaptation? Let's make an adaptation of Candle Cove, but call it, but uh, have it uh, every character played by Go Giga Gaga Gino. We'll call it the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Oh, it was my God. it was dusk oh. by now. <laughs> we had nowhere to stay. We had not traveled nearly as much as we hoped to that day, and the nearest motel meant going back past the gas station. So we just drove up from the roadside where we were into the clearing a little way up where people camped sometimes. We parked in a camping park spot. Um, we had obviously come the night after a big party. There was broken glass everywhere. When we arrived, however, it was empty. After a while, I tried to reassure her that we were okay. I calmed her down, put my arms around her, and we started to kiss. I moved to get closer to her when she suddenly screamed like hell itself. And then we got naked, and then we hummed for ten men, and then I come. <laughs> and, then, uh, I started, uh, and then he put his thingy in my you-know-what, you and we did it for the first time. <laughs> And then, to which Dumbledore interrupted and said, What the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers? <laughs> and then who was phone? If this happened, would you be, like, so afraid that you wouldn't go by the gas station again? Like, you're in a car. I would go by the gas station again. You can drive with your car <laughs> past the gas station. You can't drive your car into the basement where you can get mauled by the creepypasta monster. So... If you could, you could run your car over the creepypasta monster. Exactly. She touched me on my whole wiener. (laughs) Ford model, the killer. (laughs) All right. It's her! It's her! She screeched, fumbling to start up the engine. I turned in time to witness a small black face grinning literally ear to ear with only darkness inside. 
Okay. You can do this. It was... I know. It was crawling into the car through my open window. <laughs> you l- open the fucking... Okay. With its limbs splayed out like an insect. It had too many limbs. Well, what, what, what's too many limbs? Like, too many limbs. Too many limbs. <laughs> too many limbs. Way too many long arms. The fingers feeling my face like an it, like antennae. We sped off back down onto the road. Too many limbs on the dance floor. Too many limbs. Too many limbs. Too many limbs on the dance floor. We had too many limbs. Not not a specific number. It's just way too many. This is like. Well, in the heat of the moment, you wouldn't be able to count. (laughs) The heat of the moment. I I, I just think I should say it has it had it had so many limbs. Well, they have they had the windows rolled down because it's hotter when you touch someone's entire wiener when there's no (laughs) risk. Yeah. Back on the road, nothing seemed right. There were no stars. Oh, great! They've really wandered off the beaten path. Uh, that was what I I'm noticed. Not, huh? I, I'm not going to lie. That is kind of weird in Arizona where there's nothing but desert land. So there's not really any light to stop that. No, if anything, happening. Arizona just got worse than it already. <laughs> We're sorry, and David lost all of his Arizona subscribers. Hmm. Um, that was when I, what I noticed first. I was too shaken to think much of it, but there were no clouds and there could be... That could be blotting them out. There was just the vast night sky, devoid of all light. Then, a few minutes after we had been driving forward, still sweating and breathing heavy, we passed the gas station. My heart skipped a beat. The gas station was at least half an hour away, in the opposite direction. All the lights were on, and I saw the door sliding open. As we shot past it, Katie was in such hysterics, she found it hard to keep driving. We stopped the car, in the middle of the desolate road. Why? I decided... You know, reasons. Uh, I decided we should switch seats so that I could drive. Why? Uh, She shuffled across from her seat to mine, and I opened the door to get out. As soon as I was outside, the foul stench of the basement overwhelmed me. I gagged, then vomited down the side of the car. There were other places to vomit on the abandoned road, but I decided the side of my car was fine. (laughs) It was then I noticed the runner. A pale white thing sprinting towards us through the fog. What fog? Its limbs practically a blur. You know that famous you know, Arizona fog. fog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the famous Arizona fog that pops up around the Arizona petrol stations. Jesus Christ. Uh, One of those starless Arizona nights. <laughs> I could make out no face. How long it had been following us, running after us in the night. Running in the 90s. Yeah, I gotta ask, why does every one of these bad stories involve someone vomiting? Because the... That that one terrible story, uh, Love Thy Sister. Uh, I got into the driver's seat as quickly as possible. We drove off again, not talking. Katie whimpered and I silently prayed. Then we passed the gas station again. The door was open now. There were two figures standing at the door, waiting. As we forced ourselves on, 
we both came aware of a soft, barely audible weeping in the back seat. Neither of us dared turn around. Uh, this is just a pastiche of, like, creepy things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Loosely sewn together. I've thought of a criteria we can judge this story on, but I'm going to present it at the end of the story, because we can't just do the freshness rating thing, okay? okay. I have something special in mind. Um, okay. I give the story as many nope. stars as there is in the Arizona sky. <laughs> the stars at night are non-existent. Deep in the heart, in the heart of, of British Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> of the Arizona outback. Uh, David. As before it starts, so, oh. Yeah, sorry, it's, it, I think it's me. Uh, but oh. I have completely, oh yeah. Uh, as we forced ourselves on, we both became aware of a nope. soft. Nope. What? Ignore it. We both became aware of a soft... No, 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 no. Ignore it. What? Ignore it, I whispered. What's that What's that light in the Arizona sky not not being peppered with stars? Is, uh, that, is that Mr. Illiterate? That wasn't Mr. <laughs> yes, hello. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Ignore it. Ignore Mr. Mr. Illiterate. Ignore Mr. Illiterate, I whispered, my trembling hand scripting the steering wheel. Are you sure you don't need a back massage? <laughs> um, actually, that would be pretty nice, Mr. Illiterate. Here, uh, I've had a few kinks, like right here. Right oh, here. good. Let me let me work those out. Uh, it, oh. Are you in need oh. of a chafee? <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. Just keep it some back massage. That, that's that's for later. That's for later, Mr. Illiterate. Thank you. Oh, oh, right there. No problem. Oh. No problem. You're a wizard. David, what a I, nice I... clincher. David, I'm in the other room. I could just give you a chafee right now. <laughs> Kayla? <laughs> this podcast would finally arrive at the place it's been leading to for so long. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Binview Network. You can find this in our chafee Oh, my God. Alan, it's your turn. Yep. Katie was curled in the fetal position. <laughs> oh, Preparing I think you broke for Alan. <laughs> Alan Chafee. <laughs> Katie was curled up in the fetal position, her hands in her Chafee makers. That was the clincher there. <laughs> Stop! God dang it. Uh. Mm. <laughs> was curled in the fetal position, holding her head in her hands. The wailing increased, becoming extremely loud, ear-piercing, and horrific. Finally, I ordered myself to end it. And looked behind me. Took out a revolver. <laughs> okay, thank you for that beautiful reading there, Sweetie Belle. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> that was quite amazing. I was like, oh, damn, I didn't realize. AKA Thracker's Odd. I didn't realize Alan could do such like a great narration. Maybe he it's should true. become a. Maybe he should become a creepy pasta narrator. 
He is. He just writes his own stories like I do. Oh, okay. For a split second, I thought it was a girl in a white dress looking back at me. But she was gone as soon as she appeared. I had checked the seats carefully. There was nothing. In my tiredness and fear, I had completely lost track of the road. I drove on, and all through the night, Katie whimpered, begging for a chafee. I touched her once, but she screamed. It's too chafee, she said. (laughs) (laughs) I never tried again after that. I always lubed up my hand. The noise from the back seat (laughs) started up again. We passed the gas station twice more. The people at the door were closer and clearer every time. I know it really feels like we're checking out early with this story, but we're checking out early with this story. I doubt there's anything in here that's going to surprise us anymore, so we're just going to have fun with it. Well, we, we didn't yep. address the fact that they keep driving by the shop, and that's kind of cool. That is that is an interesting little touch. It would, but, it, it would be, but they've already exhausted my interest in the story. He, what's going what I'm on. Say, here's what I'm saying, is that is a solid concept. And if they pared down the story, thought of something more interesting and less obvious to put in the basement, and then had them keep driving by it, that would be cool. You know what? There is a solid story in here. Even if this is a complete train wreck, there's a solid story in here. Also, uh, when they drove by, they smelled the smell from the basement. That's cool. Yep. Uh, You know what would be really cool? I think, it, like, if it began with them, like, at the gas station, and then they noticed, like, the, like these people, and they thought, okay, that's weird. And then they just keep passing by it. They're, like, the gas station over and over, and they're like, what the fuck? What and the then, fuck? And then they think back to what happened before they went to the gas station. That would trigger them being part of this reality where they keep passing by the gas station. Mm. It's like, why are we stuck in this Groundhog's Day of getting back to this grass station, gas station, grass station, a bodega? Right. Why do we keep going back to this bodega? Like there, there is like I do agree. I thought that was really interesting too. But like David said, after a point, it's just like, oh, fuck. <clears throat> uh, the finest slither. Slither, a red light, had begun to settle on the horizon. It was still dark as hell, but at least I was able to see the road ahead of me now. Katie had been silent, face concealed under her hands for some time. I decided to check the time, so I turned on the radio. At first there was only static. Instead of time, or anything at all, the digital clock simply appeared black. I fiddled with the dial, trying to change the station. In between the static, I found only one audible channel. It had a high-pitched buzz in the background. Parentheses. Writer's note. UVB 76? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. A man was muttering names and numbers under his li- under his breath. What was with that writer's note, Ben? That man, that man was Alan. I... I think Alan is like me, still trying to wrap his head around what just happened in that paragraph. What? Yeah, no, Wri- writer's note. <sighs> I I don't get it either. If if the story up until this point was written in a way that would make it um, fourth wall breaky, where they're just like telling you things as they go along, then that would be fine. That's a very creepypasta realist horror thing to do. 
but this is just the single instance of it, and it sticks out like a sore thumb. Okay. A man named Alan was mundering names under his breath with numbers and blah, blah, blah. Do it, Alan. 29. Lucy. 30. Adam. B. 14. (laughs) G. 62. N. 47. Bingo! I got bingo! Woo! (laughs) I got a 29 from your mom last night. Heyo. And by that, I mean she gave me a Lucy. (laughs) Grin in hell. Which is kind of the op- which is kind of the opposite of a clincher. <laughs> Thirty-one, oh. Katie. I switched back to static. I knew which name was next. Orson Welles. Thirty-two, Nigel. Thirty-two. Thirty-two, definitely not Nate. <laughs> Thirty-three. Maybe Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-four. Go Giga Gaga Gigo. <laughs> okay. It was really cruel oh God, of us. Katie. It was really cruel of us to cap on a ham radio and fuck with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> when we got to Katie's friend's house, it was morning. It was overcast, and everywhere had the smell of rain on it. Her friends weren't home. Katie's friends lived way out in the country with no one else around in a mile. In just a mile? Okay. Uh, the grass was climbing the walls outside. How long have they been out? The grass so just, or the... <laughs> we're just not addressing the fact that we got out of the Groundhog Day loop. I don't think we're out of the yeah. Groundhog Day loop, though. I'm sure the twist is, we didn't actually escape! Oh! Know, but her author hasn't addressed the fact that, like, anyway... There. As soon as we were inside, Katie started whispering again. I whimpering. realized whimpering. Oh, uh, what's that in the sky, Mr. Illiterate? I realized that while she had been silent, she was biting on her lip. Blood was trickling down her chin because that's edgy. And the skin <laughs> around her mouth was torn and chewed through because that's edgy. She grabbed the newspaper and some masking tape off the table and began blocking out the windows. Being proactive, cool. Uh, the night uh, after the night's events, I didn't know whether I would be insane to join her or stop her. I simply watched, not being proactive. You're lame. She covered the windows, jammed the door, and turned off the lights. For some time, we could have been, which could have been minutes or hours. We sat silent in the dark. I offered to turn on uh, the television on. Katie said nothing, sitting blank and comatose. I turned the television on anyway. I really hey, guys. Watch hey, guys. hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I'm going to bring... Hey, guys. Um, so, we have people being trapped in some sort of alternate reality where people smile at them. We have... Um, people uh, biting their mouths to, till they bleed. This is Huntsville camping trip. I was oh going to say, Alan, I was going to say, this is Huntsville camping trip in the desert. Huntsville camping trip desert edition. 
If it's by the same writer, I'm going to laugh my ass off. I doubt it. <sighs> A. Wait. Grainy. Wait, 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 wait. No, Alan, no. No, Alan. It's, it's, it's me. It's my turn. Okay, you do it. Okay. A grainy black and white image flickered into life before us. A white face with empty eyes and an impossibly huge smile flashed up. The smile growing wider and wider the longer we stared into it. There came the sound of weeping. From the television? Or in the house? I couldn't tell. We turned off the TV. Then we turned it on and changed the channel. Because Nick at Night was on. (laughs) It's been... Oh, this is Alan. Fuck. This, This is Alan. It's been three whole days now. I haven't seen Katie at all today. She spends her time in the closet crying. I once tore the door open and screamed at her. She screamed back, her face contorting into something grotesque and inhuman. I slammed it in her face. The phone rings often. A voice. My mother's, I believe, whispering under its breath. I can only catch snippets of what it says. Come back. You're always welcome to come back. This is fucking Huntsville. It just becomes more and more Huntsville as we go along. It's amazing. Sometimes in the background, I hear a quiet chuckling. Chuckle, 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 chuckle. (laughs) I, I hang up without saying a thing, usually. The bathroom is shining white. I hear the shower running and will walk in to find nothing, nothing at all. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. We know it's officially Huntsville if this does not resolve at all. Yep. Come on. Come on, Alan. We know it won't. Then... When I'm in the bathroom, I will hear the television flick back on. The bathroom is shining white, and I hear a shower running, and then I walk in and find nothing, but I super got a dump ass, so I just poop into the white void. (laughs) 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 Pooping back and forth forever. Oh, God. Pooping into the void forever. (laughs) Kayla, I think this is you. Uh, Which one is it? After the television flicked back on. Oh, oh, okay. It always goes to the face. In the background, there are muttering voices now. I've called the police. Twice. All I get is the whispering woman's voice. I call Katie's friends, too, just as fruitlessly. There are knocks at the door. A lot now. Through the newspaper, on the other side of the window, I can see their hand. Oh, I see their hands slam against the glass and slide down. They do this for hours on end sometimes. They press their eyes into the glass through the holes in the newspaper. At night, I hear screaming from the guest room. I'm boarded up. Sometimes I find tiny pieces of glass on the ground. A leak sprang up about a day ago in my room downstairs. Black spots of mold have appeared on the walls. There is a smell through the house, seeping in from my room. The odor of decay. I pray, I pray hopelessly, and I wish, I swear to God, I wish, that I had never gotten out of that car. I pray, I pray hopelessly, I wish, I swear to God, I wish the story would resolve itself in some way. <laughs> And not just nope, that's, okay, that's guys. Okay, guys. I guess the you already Alan already beat me to the criteria. I was gonna say 
uh, instead of a freshness rating, we're going to give this a Huntsville rating. So on a scale from <laughs> one to Huntsville. It's, I mean, it's Huntsville. <laughs> it's Huntsville. With maybe an extra point in thrown in there because they didn't say started so many times. Yeah. You could you could tell there's a good story trying to escape. Like it's it has some good ideas, but dear God, it just feels only like... only six only six instances of the word started. Okay. Oh, you know what? I think that's a good rating for this. Six started out of Huntsville. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I th- you know what I think? I think it's like there's some good ideas in there. But it's just, be- but the thing is, the good ideas are also thrown in like a mishmash of a lot of shit. Okay, so okay, okay here's a way to put it. In terms of spaghetti, uh, you got your, you got pretty good sauce, uh, pretty good pasta. It's like okay, this has good potential, and then actually added some spices and stuff like that. But then someone decided, you know what else I'm gonna add? Walnuts and. <laughs> You know what? Maybe some chocolate syrup might be good. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. Good, is it just, right? Is it just hey, but from hey, from Elf? Hey, 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 hey. Yes, Alan. Hey. Everyone, read that review I just found at the bottom of this page. This is it. <laughs> reminds me of the still camping trip. Boy, yeah. Okay. The fact that they found it terrifying is is baffling. Now, let me read this review uh, by Crane Newitt. The reason I like this pasta is because it doesn't need an explanation. Usually I would be annoyed by that, but it's done very well. You pretty much did to writing as David Lynch does the film. And that's Fuck you. not easy. Oh, you oh. this guy. No. DP, no. shut up. Shut up. You shut your mouth. It's true. You shut no, your whore mouth. <laughs> I oh, rate I this Mulholland Drive out of Twin Peaks. Go fuck yourself. What's interesting about that is I have this bowl of dicks here with me. Um, would you Would you like one? Again, I love it. And it doesn't need to be explained. Are they aliens? Are they demons? Are they ghosts? Are they beings from an alternate universe? Do they travel into an alternate universe? It's never answered. And you made it flow. (laughs) Dead Palette, why did you opt to have us read this story? Uh, Because I've heard people say that they like the story. Those people are wrong. And also comparing it to David Lynch is wrong. I'm going to say that right off the fucking bat. Mm-hmm. I could explain. Sorry. I could. Ex- I could explain why for hours, but I'm, I'm like, getting a we're getting a that, little bit angry. We're saving like that for an undercooked discussion sometime. I like now, this person's one. Everything I have this. to say about David Lynch has been said in Twin Peaks season three teaser. <laughs> I think this person describes it perfectly. I don't know which explanation for the story's writing process I like better. That the author was drunk and wrote down every spooky thing they could think of without even trying to tie them all together. Or that they wrote a great sweeping story and then went out, went through it and deleted every other sentence. Either one would explain why the story doesn't seem to try and make any sense. 
There you go. Wow. So that was Arizona camping trip. Or as a uh, slime beast just wrote, Pantsville crapping shit. <laughs> Thank you, slime beast. You will forever be in our thoughts. R.I.P. Slime Beast 2016. No, don't you dare. <laughs> oh, man. That was... It, that was he, bad. He got, in under, he got in under the wire. <laughs> yeah. uh, so before we wrap up, though, uh, anyone want to plug anything? Because uh, actually, real quick, there is one I just thought of. One just dawned to me. Um, so... If uh, coming up here pretty soon um, is OhioCon in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and uh, on Friday the 13th at 9th uh, is when uh, me and Kayla and Dead Palette will be doing our Midnight Marinara panel up there. Mm-hmm. So if you are in the Midwest, if you're on the East Coast, if you happen to be able to make it to... Uh, uh, to Columbus, uh, you should come by the con and pay us a visit. We'll probably be there a good chunk of the weekend, too, so if you just happen to spot us walking around, feel free to come and say hey. I'm, I'm the handsome one. I'm the gorgeous one. And I'm Alan. Uh, I like eggs. <laughs> Her breath will smell like eggs. <laughs> you will know me by the smell of eggs. Um. So. So wait, wait. If you like eggs, then I'm popular. Alan's bad, and De- Brandon's an exchange student from Tennessee. Correct. I got the reference. Thank you, David. I guess my plug is Redbox. Uh, go to your local Redbox. And and while you're there, go to my YouTube channel on the Red Box and look at my video I made called Red Box. It's a really spooky a... story about someone who tries to rent a video from a Red Box but gets Mortal Kombat X instead. He's not even wrong. <laughs> it is proper Rio's tour, and it's a short little story I'm proud of. I'm happy with it. Yep. I thought you were doing an actual Red Box plug there for a second. That too. You know, it's funny that this story mentions barely audible weeping because I can't get enough of (laughs) audible.com. (laughs) Audible.com has 180,000 stories. This podcast has been brought to you by the Benview Network and is sponsored by Go Giga Gaga Gigo. It's true. Remember, kids, uh, Granddaddy Konami is watching you. It's true. And they understand uh, card balance, which is why they reprint Yu-Gi-Oh! shit every year and mess up the meta. Does someone want to try and do the name game with Go Giga Gaga Fico? Go Giga Gaga Fico. Go Giga Gaga Fico. Jesus. By the time this goes up, I will likely have died. One or two more videos up on the Ignis Pergamentum channel. So fuck yeah, yeah. Woo! Go watch those. That would be awesome. It will be the third part of the Revolver No Longer a Trilogy. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, a the little double trilogy. The do die trilogy. The do or <laughs> die. Go Giga Gaga Guillogy. And the other thing that's going to be up is a little nonfiction, a little, uh, it's kind of just me me talking about something close to my heart. In the same way, you, that, you. the same way that Go Giga is close to your heart. Because well, we're, we're, he has risen. He has risen. We're close enough to him that we can just be formal with him and use his first name. Yeah. Go get you know Gary. what's close. You know what's close <laughs> to my heart. His first name Gary. <laughs> Gary, go get your guy. Jesus. You know what's close to my heart, what? Alan? My breasts. Hmm. I think it's really <laughs> close to her heart. Is loot box. Loot box is a bunch of garbage that is sent to your house every month. It's actually a loot crate, but mm, same difference. I'm sure there's a company called Loot Box. Boot crate. I am a sucker for those subscription crates. I really am. Support my geek addiction by paying me a <laughs> loot box crate. My pay my PayPal is Alonso Pratt at gmail dot com. You can cut that out if you want to, but it is my real PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm for reals though. Good night. Good night. <laughs> this podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>